Sports. Andrew Bolt Bros here. I want to talk about our week two overtime loss to Tennessee and why I believe we are going to bounce back and get a week three victory versus the Vikings. Yes, you heard me correctly. Week three victory versus the Vikings. I have some uh, some words of advice for our coaching staff. So guys, let's get into it. Bolt Bros. Okay, folks, as always, like and subscribe if you do enjoy the content. I'm Andrew Bullbros. So, interesting statistic here. The Chargers the only team ever to start 0-2 despite scoring 50-plus points with no turnover. Woo! Lovely way to just continue finding ways to lose, right? Uh, let's review some of the statistics. I think there's a lot to be said about all this, and I do think that, you know, bottom line, there's some there's some blame to be had everywhere, but Justin Herbert had a good day. 305 yards, he was 27-41, two touchdowns. Look, he did fine. He did enough to win the game. Now, I will say this, the Titans wanted an ugly game. Well, what does that mean? Time of possession, folks. Time of possession. The Titans had the ball 41 and a half minutes compared to us, 28, right? We did not hold the ball correctly. Did not control the the game that's what a good running game will do for you folks and again they wanted it ugly right passing yards were much better you know Tannehill really had two major plays the rushing yards were around 141 yada yada third down efficiency was big too folks right they were we were 20 or two for 14 guys Woo! Not good. Not good. So their third down efficiency was great. Six for 13. That's what a good running game will give you, right? Well, we were good on fourth down, thir- three for three. So again, we're very good fourth down team. Now, offensively, interestingly enough, we're doing very well. We're averaging 433 yards. We're second in the league right now. Dolphins are number one, around 530 yards per game. Uh, so look, bottom line, there's a lot to like and not a lot to dislike. Now, I will say this. I do think there's some confusion a little bit on the offense as well, too. I do think that Justin Herbert has been audibling a lot and that has shown some confusion, right? I remember the last play on third down, uh, Justin Herbert audibled into something. The wide receivers did not know where to go, and it was basically a blown play, right? And and this is, herein lies a bit of the problem here, right? Again, you have to look at Kellen Moore. It, it is difficult to install a new offense. Let me make that very clear, guys. It's not easy. Defense is much more simple and remedial, okay? But bottom line, there are some, some wiggles to be figured out. And again, let's give it up to the Tennessee Titans. They're a very good defense. Our front seven's excellent. Came down to the wire, and and Justin Herbert had a lot of opportunities to win the game, and he didn't, right? A lot of people are saying he's not clutch, not clutch, not clutch. I don't really believe that's really the case. But again, I'm going to talk about what really, I think, lost us the game more than anything. And, and folks, it's the defense, right? I want to talk about the defense specifically here. Let me review some statistics with you guys. Um, well, actually, I'll do this, the statistics here a little bit later on when I think we're going to beat the, the Vikings. I want to talk a little more about that. But I want to talk, I'm going to highlight two people that I thought had great game. This man right here, K9, again, I was beyond frustrated that he was going to be wearing the, the green dot. He did a good job. Job. Five tackles, five assists, one sack looked really good. Derwin James, seven tackles, four assists. He looked really good. I will give a little bit of a criticism here on Derwin James. I think Derwin James is a little bit running free, a little too much on the field. I think that confuses a little bit of the defense moving forward. If you recall last season, when Derwin James was out of the game, our defense performed better because I think they ran the defense a little bit more efficiently. I think when Derwin James is allowed to be a little free, sometimes it can confuse the team members on the field. They don't know quite where to be. But again, uh, Something to think about moving forward. This man did really well right here. This young man, I should say. He's only 20 years old. Tuli Tuli Pelotu. Look fantastic out there, folks. Three tackles, four assists, and a sack. I love the fact that we had him on the defensive line. They ran some stunts. Looked really great. Joey Bosa had a damn good game. Three tackles, one assist, and two sacks. Damn. So we're seeing some good, and we're seeing some general bad. Now let's review some statistics and why I think we can beat the Vikings. Now again, Vikings are very much in the same situation as us. Look at Kirk Cousins here. He's pissed off he wants to throw the ball holy smokes they are 0-2 just like us. Well, let's review some statistics. Let's review the past four games going into last season and the playoffs. 
past four games, Chargers have allowed teams to score 125 points in four games. Let me repeat that, 125 points. So ask yourself this question with that number. Is it an offensive or a defensive problem? It's a defensive problem. Folks, it's a defensive problem. The Chargers have scored 116 points in the last four. Okay, definitely. We're not scoring as many points as they are scoring against us. And so, yeah, we lose games. That's why we're in a four-game skid. Vikings last four games have allowed teams to score 98 points. Okay, let me say that again. Vikings last four games allowed teams to score 98 points. So their defense is performing better. And again, this is going into the playoffs last season, right? The Vikings also scored 98 points in the last four games. Wow, so they're dead even both ways. So that's a better statistic than the Chargers. Let me give you my opinion. We all watched the post-game show with Brandon Staley, right? Okay, I don't know what your real opinion was, but I love Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley's a great coach. I think he definitely has a great defensive mind. You are going to disagree with that. I understand it. But look, let me say something right now. Brandon Staley... We've all had bosses that are micromanagers, okay? When we when we interviewed Asante Samuel, one of the things Asante Samuel said is, I got meetings to go to. And he said those meetings were pretty complicated and he leaves nothing to chance. What I'm seeing right now is a coach that is micromanaging our defense to the 10th degree. What I mean by that is, is there's so much going on on the field. Again, I talk about Derwin James, moving him around all over the place. Hey, you do this, you do that, right? People are getting confused on where they need to be on a defensive scheme. So I did say I was going to give you my opinion what this coaching staff needs to do. Brandon Staley, most included. Really, Kellen Moore, I think, is fine. But Brandon Staley, what he needs to do is go back to the drawing board and go very base defense moving forward. We argue and complained about Gus Bradley's cover three defense forever. That was a legion of boom when he was with Seattle. Bottom line, he kept it really simple, stupid. Brandon Staley is overcomplicating our defensive scheme moving forward. Let's not forget, folks, we're the third, maybe even the first uh, most expensive team in the NFL right now. But why are we not producing? We're not producing because people are comp- they're, they're not knowing where they need to be. People are losing blown coverages. The safeties aren't playing correct over top. We're not doing things well. Now, I'm going to give you my final thoughts as to what I think we need to do to beat the Vikings. I know I said we're going to beat the Vikings. What are we going to do? Well, we need to stick with two high safeties. They are not rushing the ball. The Vikings are not rushing the ball well at all. Okay, keep the line. A five-man box, maybe a six-man box, but you keep two safeties up top, period. Derwin, do not go down in the box. You stay high. If anything, you can have a low hit Gilman be deeper. You can play a little more shallower, so you can maybe help with the run game a little bit or the middle of the field. But do not let Jordan Addison or Jefferson beat us deep. We are going to beat them fine as far as the running game is concerned. I do not think that's going to be a problem. I think we'll be completely fine. I think you're going to see us bounce back on the running game. But we cannot let the explosive plays happen. And guess what? That's only going to happen if we stay with the too high safety look. There was a few times against the Dolphins and even really against, really, the Vikings. We kind of got away from that. Now, again, they're more of a running team. We needed to stop the run. We have to just eliminate the deep part of the field for the Vikings. We cannot let Kirk Cousins throw the ball down. So guys, that's my thoughts. Keep it simple, stupid. Eliminate the deep threats moving forward. Stop the run with a five-man box, which I do think we can do, folks. I really do think this team will be fine. I think we'll bounce back and be good. And we will be one and two moving forward into the Raiders game. Guys, agree or disagree with me on this? Let me know what your thoughts are. As always, Andrew Bolt Bros. See you guys in the next one.